This episode of MNF Reps is brought to you by Charlotte's Web. Need a little support for stress, sleep, or focus? Well, then you need to check out the high-quality, hemp-derived CBD products from Charlotte's Web. Their products are tested more than 20 times before they're made available for purchase. No wonder they're considered the world's most trusted hemp extract. For help finding the right product or to learn more about the benefits of CBD, visit charlottesweb.com. And use the code FITNESS at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase. Today's guest on MNF Reps is legendary powerlifter C.T. Fletcher. We cover his new YouTube series, Don't Break with C.T. Fletcher, why he adopted a plant-based diet, his thoughts on the Black Lives Matter movement, and much, much more. MNF Reps starts right now. I got a chance to see the uh, an episode of Unbreakable with C.T. Fletcher. I just saw they, they sent that to me. Uh, I don't think it's the final version, but what a cool concept. And how nice is that to, uh, to be sought after to do that kind of work? Well, you know, it's a, like a dream come true. When they told me, uh, you know, the name of the show, Don't Break, I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, oh, yes. Don't stop using the F word, man. Yeah, come you can on. let it go. Well, I mean, dude, the whole episode, I mean, but that's the thing. But that's what I liked about it was the whole episode is real and raw. It's not like you get this sanitized version that w- when you need to be pushed, that is is what you need to hear. For me, that's what I need to hear. I don't need somebody to like. To, I don't need somebody to kind of like, you know, sanitize uh, what they say. I need to hear. I need fuck. I need. I need to be yelled at. I need to be pushed. So, like, I mean, but well, that's part a certain, of you know, a certain percentage of the population who likes that, and then there's another percentage that can't stand my ass. So, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I so, love how did this all come about? Uh, with Spartan. Yeah. Me and Joe did a few things on his social media, and he, I guess he liked my ass. And I uh, said, hey, CT, I got the perfect fucking project for you, man. Is it you're giving people that come to visit you, you're giving them challenges to see if they'll break? Uh, yes, we're going to uh, show a physical challenge. They're going to have to show the don't, don't break mentality physically. And uh, we're going to hear a little bit about their story besides, you know, what everybody knows, the public knows. We're going to dig deep and find out how they got to the position that they're in now. What did they have to go through? What challenges did they have to overcome? And demonstrate that don't break mentality throughout their lives and also physically. You've been in uh, the U.S. Army and you've been a six-time powerlifting champ. So there's nobody, you know, that I could think of that that could embody that. I feel like some people might be scared if if you're right in their grill telling them like to, to lift the fucking weight and like get going and don't quit and don't stop. And the people that really want it will love it. Uh, we're reaching out to stars. Uh, some people that I've had a fortunate opportunity to meet, you know, and talk shit with and have become friends. And then, I, you know, I want to meet, I want that the story is most important to me. Mm-hmm. Their celebrity is secondary, but the story behind what made that person into the person they are today is what's most important. And that's what Don't Break is all about. So if I uh, meet somebody that I've never knew, that nobody knows, I've never met before, and they have one hell of a story, like some of the veterans at the VA that I go to, if they have one hell of a story, then I want them on Don't Break, whether you know them or not. <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> so what are some of the, uh, what are some of the challenges that you're putting people through right now? One episode is going to feature the uh, five minute squat challenge where you squat. It's mostly challenges that I've developed over, you know, 50 years of doing this shit. Uh, the five minute squat challenge is where you have the same weight on your back. You squat up and down for five minutes straight. You don't stop. You can't stop for five minutes straight. It usually ends up to well over a hundred repetitions. Uh, it's hard. It's hard as hell. How much weight? How much weight is determined well, on? Um, <clears throat> the women. I'll tell you. We had one woman, uh, Alexandria Ludwig, who did uh, 135 pounds for five minutes straight. It don't seem like that much, but oh, it's a I lot. Did, I yeah. did to do it up and down. And five minutes don't seem like a long time until you start doing squats for five minutes. It's a hell of a long time, and it's very hard. I mean, even body uh, weight yeah. for five minutes. Huh? Even body weight squats for oh, five yes, minutes. Oh, yes, exactly. Just you know, people, uh, people, oh, I could do that. I had guys come in and say, oh, I can do that. I can. If she did it with 135, I could do 225 easy. The guy came in, he did about 14 reps, did about 14 seconds, and he was done. He's like, oh, no, no. So no. there's no pause or a lot at the top. No it's got to be continuous reps. Up and down, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's no joke. No, it's very difficult. Very difficult. How many do you think you'd get at body weight? What's that, me? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, mean I, I, I love this shit. I mean, I'm doing this stuff all, you know, I – I do crap like this all the time. I don't want to put my foot in my, my mouth, but how many, I mean, I, I could probably do, I mean, could continuous for five minutes. Like, I, I don't know. I would think I could do 135, but who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I, I would suggest, uh, if you're going to try it, I would do it with 135 and not your body weight. I would yeah. try it with 135. I'm telling you, 135 is incredibly difficult. Yeah. 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 I, I was going to give myself 10 reps. Like that's what, I, that's what I would give myself. CT, um, what was your what was your number when you if you did this challenge in the past? What did you hit? <clears throat> exactly, I did the challenge in the past, and I was three hundred and twenty pounds when I did it. But I only did it with one thirty five, and I did about one hundred fifteen reps. And this young lady did over hundred reps. That's incredible. Yeah, I'm telling you, she's that's uh, in, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. So how, is there, uh, how many episodes in this first season? Four. Four, four so far. Four so far, yeah. How long does it take to film it? Like, is it an entire day? Like, I mean, did, yes. <laughs> is it more prep than you thought it would be? Like, did you think it'd be like, yeah, all right, I'll just show up and I'll yell at some people and I'll uh, watch it. And go back home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and sit down. Not so, not so, man. We, we, we're there about 12, 14 hours. Oh, wow. For each episode. Anybody what other challenges can you, sorry, Zach, I want to hear some of the other challenges because yeah, the squat challenge sounds absolutely vicious. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's crazy. And there's a, 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 I, I tell you the marathon, the bench marathon is another one where you, it's, uh, by the time you're done, it's 210 reps. The first set is one rep, second set, two reps, third set, three reps. And it goes like that all the way up until 20. When you get to the 20th set, you do 20 reps. So uh, by the time you're done, it's 210 reps continuous <laughs> with the same weight. That's the bench marathon. And it's, it's, 
That's brutal. That that sounds way harder than the squat, to be honest with you. <laughs> you really? think so? I don't think so. You gotta try it. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I just feel like I, I feel like the muscular endurance in the lower body. I don't know why. Maybe because I, did, I used to do a lot of breathing squats and I used to do a lot of like a, like like higher rep work. But but bench. I mean, how much how much weights on the bench with the one th- with one thirty five? Two twenty five. Two twenty five. Yeah, I would never make it. No, <laughs> I wouldn't make no. I, I've got a way better shot in doing the squat than the bench. It's not even close. I have a chance. I, no, I don't have a chance at the squat, but at least I would like. I would last slightly longer, like then. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm a pu- I'm I'm puny compared to CT was uh, 320 pounds. I'm 210 pounds at my heaviest. So oh, if I no. can get two- when I when I was uh, I only did that squat challenge because my buddy but my my buddy bet me I couldn't do it. My buddy my buddy said I bet you can't go up and down uh, for five minutes straight. It's right, continuous, though. You're not getting a pause at the top, right? That's the no, one thing I'm not. No, no. It's yeah, constant. I don't know, man. That's tough. Constant. It is very tough. I'll tell you, the, the lactic acid buildup is like nothing you've ever done before. You you will have such a crazy pump that it's going to last you. That pump will last you at least a week. That's insane. So, yeah. so, so we have bench. So we have the 225. So he has ladders on 225 where you have to go one. Right? And do you yeah. do you rack it after one or do you just like what do you what do you do? Yes, you get to rack it. How long do you get to rack it for? Just just momentarily. So split seconds. So you one, yeah. rack it, shake it out. Two, rack it, shake it out. Three, yeah. all the way to twenty. Yeah. That's savage. Yeah, that is that's, that's savage, savage, but we we, I, we did it so much until um to make it more difficult, we went back down. Twenty, nineteen, eighteen, seven, back down, down. To one. A double, a double marathon. People can't do that with push-up sack. Yeah, no. it's, it's it's very difficult. It's very difficult. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like this is not for that. the, but it's also like you know, Don, if you're showing mm-hmm. up, you don't want to let CT. And and, and the episode I saw was with uh, Logan Aldridge. That's his name. Yeah, Logan Aldridge. Oh dang it! You've seen it already. <laughs> I did. I saw that one. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it was. Uh, it, it, look, it was intense and. I got to say, I, I don't, I'm not conditioned right now to, to complete that. However, I would also not want to show up and let CT and Samson see me fail. Do you know what I mean? Like there is that extra motivation of like, yeah. they're there and I don't give a shit about the cameras. I care about those guys and I'm right there in front of them. So I, I understand that when those people show up, they have to be in that mentality. And I guess, you know, as somebody that's, you know, as a six-time powerlifting champ, how do you de- – this is what I think a lot of people maybe might be missing is how do you develop this type of um, mentality to, you know, like d- just push through the goal line to get there, to, to, to make sure you get that extra inch? Well, uh, it's something that I feel it's almost uh, – it's something you almost have to be born with. There's some uh, – I, I, I talked to the – legendary Hoist Gracie from the UF, first UFC. And Hoist Gracie, I had an interview with him, and he told me that when he went into a fight, he never made any plans for after the fight. He said, no plans for after the fight because he was willing to die. He was willing, he made no plans whatsoever because when he went into the octagon, he was willing to die. Now, Everybody does not have that mentality. Uh, when you go into the weight room, 
you must be, in order to complete these things, you must have the mentality that you are willing to give everything that you have right here, right now, on this motherfucking float. <laughs> that you got to that's the kind of mentality you have to have okay everything you got right here right now and if you don't you can't muster that up then it's going to be very difficult to complete those challenges you know mo mostly i mean I, I, trust me i speak through experience but most most people that that have that ability to push like that went through something yep you know as you know and i don't know you know where you were raised or maybe you know, with me, it was being made fun of for having a stuttering and hearing problem all growing up. And you develop this anger and you develop this fuel, which a lot of people don't know about me. But to this day, when I get into the weight room, it is um, I'm not there to fucking talk to women. I'm not there to have a good time. I, I train with my best friend. He's a 59 year old black dude. He shredded like lettuce. Yeah. And you go in there and it's 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 excuse my language is fucking war. And yep. it's, but that's, he told me this 17 years ago, this is part of my survival. When we go into the train, we don't want to talk to people. So I find the people who are able to perform at the level that you're talking about, or your son's talking about, are people who actually maybe have a little chip on their shoulder. And every time they get under that bar, that's what's kind of fueling them a little bit. Oh man, you said, you said a mouthful, but it's so true. I mean, it's, it's a, a toughness that has to be developed. Now some, you know, I was an abused kid. My dad beat my ass, broke my nose, sent me to the emergency room. And I, so I started out uh, early, you know, and with the don't break mentality. I had to have the don't break mentality just to survive my childhood. So I started out early. So it was, you know, inbred in me. And just like the obstacles that you had to overcome, your past prepared you for your present. So that's that's how you you know you got it, man. You mm. got it. I'd love to have you on the don't break. Love to come on. Let's go. <laughs> on the other end of that up. coin, um, it's like there's also people that uh, you know may not come from that background or may not have the self confidence to think that they can accomplish these things, and then start to see the people and hear their stories and hear your story and understand that they can turn it around. So oh yeah, super important. Um, to, to, to highlight these types of stories because we really, you know, like that's part of like, it's not just about watching people lift weights. You can do that on YouTube. You can do that on Instagram. You can do that in a lot of places. This is this way, what you said. It's about the story. Like I didn't know much about Logan until I watched him and I heard his story and I was like, God damn. I mean, clearly look, spoiler alert, like the, the guy's missing an arm and guess yeah. what? Doesn't let it, doesn't miss a fucking beat hardcore Yo. motherfucker like that dude gets shit done and i'm sitting here like you know what earlier today i'm like wow i'm tired i don't think i'm gonna train i watched Not after you look at logan yeah i'm like okay i can go log some time in like i yeah. gotta get this done like yeah that kid's my hero man that kid is my hero yeah you want to know who do i look up to logan aldridge is one of them for sure right. how many guests have you brought on so far four Four guys. Four. Yeah. Um, I, I got to watch. I'm, I'm going to start this tonight. <laughs> but, I, yeah. but I like that your, I like that your son was with you. Like in the, in the one oh, I saw, man. I like that. I like that yeah. there's, you have this interplay together and also like knowing that, you know, you guys share that mentality and clearly like he's, he's created this, you know, he's creating his own legacy. So yeah. there's that too. Um, yeah. I just, I just like this. It's not like it's, it's your, it just doesn't feel 
it doesn't feel manufactured. It's not, it, and that's not CT. Not to not to interrupt, but I've been watching you and your son for for a while, and there's almost you know, I laugh because I'm because I'm a dad. You know, I got my 11 year old boy who's in here doing pull ups, and he, he wants yep. to follow dad, right? He wants yeah, to follow yeah. dad, and I can yeah. almost look at you guys right now, and I can almost see it in his eyes. Like yeah, when absolutely. he's in there getting underweight, I can see you standing there serious, but there's a level of pride you have, but there's also this level that he has, like. I'm going to impress my dad right now. Yep. He still kind of has that as a young kid. I can kind of see it. It's awesome. It's oh, awesome. yeah. It's, uh, I mean, that's, uh, that's my favorite training partner for sure. Uh, he's my heart. He's my heart. Now, something I kept hearing in, in that episode, which I've, I've tried to embrace as well, is get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. Now, it's... And I understand, like, Don, I don't know if Don, if your training philosophy necessarily lines up with this, and I'm curious to see what you have to say about it. But when I started to run some Spartan races, I was like, holy shit, I'm terrible at this, and I want to get better. And there were certain things about myself that I learned that I wanted to develop. And, you know, seeing that, I could tell that there was times where Logan, he wasn't going to, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not going to spoil it, but he didn't it's not necessarily he's doing something he wants to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. What he's doing, but he makes himself like, you know, he's making himself kind of go through this stuff. And it's funny to watch him because I'm like, God damn, like that's, that is such a great skill to have. Like not, you know, physically. Yeah. But I think it can translate into a lot of other areas of life. Yeah. I'm telling you that kid is phenomenal. He, uh, uh, man, I don't, I don't, I tell you a little behind the scenes, I shouldn't, but you already know most of it, but he was going to stop, uh, halfway, halfway. Cause we did the, the marathon formula on him. So he wind up, you know, 200 reps. Yeah. Uh, and at the halfway point, he told us before we start filming, he was going to stop halfway and, you know, get a big long rest and then do the other half. But once he got going and once he, this, this kicked in, he's like, fuck it. No, no, we don't need no breaks. And Hicks hooked back up and kept going, man. Yeah. He's a bad dude. Now, Don, I know that, like, you know, you understand that, like, there's – when you have a goal, it's, you know, as Don, Don there's a saying you use a lot, uh, there's a cost to doing business. You know, do you understand why people – kind of like buy in or jump into these types yeah, of Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it, it's like do as I say, not as I do. As CT knows, it, you know, you got to put a lot of thought into it. And there's, a, there's definitely an important safety level because some of these people you're never meeting. But, you know, with, your, with yourself, like, yeah, man, like CT, for him to be able to lift the weight he lived, lifted or his son, like they're putting their body and their joints under a traumatic amount of stress. Mm-hmm. There's a cost of doing business. He, you know, this is, a, this is a lifestyle. How's your health right now? How are you feeling? Man, I feel so much better. Uh, you know, I've turned not vegan, but plant-based. I don't say I'm vegan because uh, it's a little bit more to being a vegan than just not eating meat. You know? yeah. So I am a plant-based dude, only plants, and I've been feeling so much better since I switched. Yeah, it's been me about too. Nine months now. Uh, yeah, I'm the same, uh, and I feel a lot better about it. Um, you've been around uh, a minute, and you're a leader and an influencer in the space. And it seems though, like, and this, this is probably a left turn, but as a person that's been around, as a person that's been enlisted in the army, as a person that's seen a lot 
of, of different things. What is your take on, um, on what's happening right now in, in the world? Well, you know, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Uh, I do not mind discussing all of that. As you said, I'm 61 years old, so I've been around for quite a while, but <clears throat> I was raised in Compton, but we started out in Arkansas, in uh, Pine Bluff, Arkansas. So in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, I can remember during my lifetime, colored only water fountains, uh, covered entrances into movie theaters, uh, wasn't allowed, you know, to sit at the counter, uh, had to go in through the back, and actually the bus, uh, they actually ended covered section of buses before this, but still in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, they still had uh, the covered section of the bus that my mom and my brother uh, rode over here, rode to California and still had, I still, you know, I was very young, but I still remember those things. So as a person who's lived through that and, uh, it still, it seems like it, it hits me probably a bit harder because I have experienced uh, real racism, real racism. But I'll tell you, um, my mother, my mother raised me like this. Even, even from, you know, colored water fountains, she picked cotton. Uh, my dad picked cotton. Even coming from that, my mother raised me like this. She said, son, you must, you absolutely must love everybody. And I'm like, mom, I, you know, I was cool. I'm telling you, I was cool on loving people who love me. Right. But I said, mom, what, what about the people who hate me for no other reason than the color of my skin? What about them? I got to love them too? And my mother looked at me and she put my face in her hands. And she said, especially, especially them. I said, wow, especially them. Man, Ma, that's, 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 that's asking quite a bit. She said, well, son, if you want to be Christ-like, because my mom was very religious and my dad was a preacher, but my mom very she said, if you want to be like Christ or Christ-like, that's what's required. It's easy to love people that love you back. But to be like Christ, you have to love them people that don't love you. So it's a hell of a lot of things going on. I've seen a lot. I lived through the watch riot. We lived in watch at the time of the watch riot. I remember the tanks and stuff on the streets. But what gives me hope I think it's a lot of fucked up shit still going on in the world, but what gives me hope is when I look into the crowds of the protesters now versus the crowds in 1965, and 65 was virtually totally black. The crowds were totally black. I look into the crowd now, and there's every race, every nationality, all joined hands together to say, if this shit is wrong, it's just fucking wrong. I don't care what color you are. You can't put your head in the ground and pretend like you don't see this shit. If it's wrong, it's wrong. So I have hope because I see the diversity. I see the diversity in the crowd now. So the old man still got some hope. But I, I tell you, racism is so 
ignorant, so stupid. I have the heart of a female in my chest, beating my chest right now. I have no idea her ethnicity, her nationality. I don't know any of that. But I'm still here. So it, it, it lets you know that we are so closely related, human beings, humans. We are so closely related. Underneath this shit on top, we have so much in common that you can take a part from another human that I don't even know, put it in me, and I keep on living. Now, that's, that's how closely we're, we're too closely related. Physiology says we're too closely related to be fucking prejudiced. That's stupid. If we took the skin off, we'd look at fuck, we wouldn't even recognize it. We'd be like, hey, that, we wouldn't even know. But because of this shit, because of the color of this shit, we all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it don't make no sense. It's it's it, it's something. CT. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real right right now and just you know I'm, I'm gonna open up a little bit. But it's something that um, if I say I've struggled with, what have I struggled with? My best friend's black. You know, he's basically you know my kids call him Uncle Tone. His name's Anthony, right? And it's been such a normal like my whole life, black, white, Asian. It doesn't matter. So when something like this happens, me being Caucasian, I, I, I'm like, God, racism's still around? Like it's, it's a terrible thing to, to see because yeah. I am in my world of, I couldn't imagine, I couldn't fucking imagine anyone else doing anything like that to a human being, black, white, Asian, Indian, it doesn't matter. So for, for me, and I had to open my eyes a bit over the last couple of weeks because I am on social media, and though I was so disgusted and appalled what was going on, I didn't realize that because I have a following, I have a voice that needs to be heard and I had to speak up. Yeah. And that was something that I, you know, I would, um, you know, in a way I, I, I didn't know it was nothing malicious, but maybe I waited a day or two before putting a post up, but that's wrong. You know, we have a voice, we have to speak our mind, we have to lead by example. I pray to God we can get there, but how? How, how do we get there? Are we getting there? Is it sometimes that a, a, a huge disaster happens to where it changes people's way of thinking? I mean, un unfortunately. Well, we're most definitely getting there now because, uh, like I said, just look into the crowds, mm -hmm. look at the protesters, and you can tell that the needle is definitely moving forward, moving in the right direction by just looking at the crowd. Look at the color of the crowd. And I'm telling you, 65, it was off. Oh, see of black folks, and that's that's all you see. But now, I'm encouraged because I see the diversity of the crowd. My, my wife and I talk about this because we watch the news and we read the news, and it's sickening that that this still happens. But I, I'm I'm with CT when I see the 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 people that are there that have united for this cause. That's what gives me hope. The the shitty part is that people that didn't deserve clearly at all to, to be hurt or to lose their lives had to for this moment. I, I don't mean it like that, like they had to, but like that sparked it and it sucks. And that's the shittiest part about it is that, you know, we talk, we go from COVID-19 ravaging people and, 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 and really just really turning things upside down to being reminded that 
the world is really tilted into certain people's favors. And God damn, man, it was like a one-two punch. Like I said, I've been here 61 years, so I've seen quite a bit, quite a bit of change, you know, over those 61 years, like from coming here on the back of the bus and, and shit, I, I fucking buy the bus if I want to now, so. <laughs> I can't even imagine like when you were 300 pounds too, somebody being like, all right, back of the bus, where you just like launch them out the window, like, you know, like or through the roof. Um, so where, and I want to go back to, um, you know, uh, Don't Break with, with C.T. Fletcher. Um, where can we find it? Where is this going to air? How do we watch it? Spartan YouTube channel. It's going to be on the Spartan YouTube channel. We, Iron Addicts teamed up with Spartan to hopefully bring everybody something, uh, a little unique perspective on uh, training, on, on life, and everything in between. When is it promoted? Friday. 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 This Friday. 19th. Got it. Juneteenth, the 19th. Nice. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. CT, where can people find you on social media? I am uh, on oh, shit, all of them. Instagram, Twitter. Uh, what's that up? Facebook. The, the, <laughs> the, 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 the live face. What's, what's your handle, huh? Is it, is it at CT Fletcher? Is it uh, CT Ali Fletcher on Instagram. CT Ali Fletcher. And uh, ctfletcher.com is the website. You can find out about all the shit we got going on and maybe even buy some shit. Very cool. And I know, Don, you're at, at Don Saladino. You are at Zeras. Yes, sir. So, CT, CT, thank you, man. Really, I really we both want to thank you uh, for, for your time today. And uh, look, really, just in, in, you know, opening up about more than just the TV show. Because, you know, as, as cool as it is and as great of an opportunity as it is, there's, a, you know, there's, there's bigger things at play right now. And I just uh, felt like it was important to bring up. I'm, I'm so glad you did. Uh, I, I'm ready to speak about it uh, anytime. And uh, they're supposed to have me on some news channel here pretty soon. And I can't wait, man. I can't wait. You're one of our few, I mean, I don't know if we've had another guest on twice, maybe one other one. So we obviously think pretty highly of you. So it's pretty, yeah. uh, it's pretty great to have you on. So we we you. appreciate everything. Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you again. Have a great night. You too.